You're listening to a Mash Those Buttons podcast, brought to you ad-free with the support of our patrons. Visit mashthosebuttons.com or stay tuned after the show for more details. Goblin, the Mash Those Buttons a podcast about Warcraft story and lore. My name is Nick Zelenkevich, and I'm Gragthar, Torn Hunter on Skywall US. And I'm Katie, Clanker Goblin Resto Shaman on Earthen Ring US. And today is January 5th, 2022. Nice. Happy New Year! Happy New Year! Happy, happy New Winter's Year! Happy Winter's Vale as well. Yeah, yeah, happy Winter's Vale. Yeah, apologies for our little break over the holidays there. We, uh, we, uh, our, our recording schedule is probably going to be a little erratic. Uh, for the time being here, so we'll, we'll try to get our episodes out every two weeks, but we may miss one here or there. Apologies for that. But uh, again, Happy New Year, everybody. This is episode number 139, and it is time. It is time for one of my favorite traditions <laughs> on this show. The only reason I do this show is just so every year we can do this tradition. I don't care about the <laughs> other uh, 25 episodes we do a year or so. Um, and we'd still be on break, except I wanted to come back for this one. And then. <laughs> That's true. It's like, we have to do this one. I'm like, okay, all right, definitely. It's a fun episode to record, to be fair. I look forward to it as well. Yes, it's our best wishes for 2022 episode. So we'll be going over a bunch of the characters and saying what we want to see for them in the coming year, Um, which is going to be interesting because we have the patch 9.2 on the PTR. So we're going to try to approach this as though we don't know what's on the PTR, although for some characters, that's going to be hard to not talk about. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, as everyone knows, I tried to remain uh, mostly spoiler free. So there are some things that they revealed to us in the patch, like 9.2 trailer on some characters that we'll be reviewing today. Uh, But as far as like PTR stuff that Nick probably knows that I don't know, uh, we're just going to go with, I have no idea what's happening. (laughs) Right. So, yeah, so we'll, we'll see how it makes sense to break all that down. Mm -hmm. Uh, as we go along so if we say certain things for certain characters and you're like but wait that kind of contradicts what's on the ptr don't we're we're just saying what we wish to see for them exactly not necessarily what we think will happen not what we expect to happen not even what we'd like to happen just what we wish you know we're wishing presumably best wishes for everybody although there are some characters i'm sure (laughs) i mean there are some characters i'm sure we will be wishing less than best wishes yeah just a few but uh we'll we'll see if you guys agree with us exactly so with that said, let's get started. We'll get into Sylvanas. But before we get into Sylvanas, I want to go back uh, last episode, which we recorded way back when, last year, an entire year ago, it feels like. <laughs> I mean, technically, talk- that's accurate. Yes. <laughs> yes, it is. Um, actually, I want to say it was a month ago. I think we recorded on like December 5th, and it, it was January 5th or something like that. But anyway, <laughs> immaterial. Um, we talked about... Uh, Sylvanas is cinematic. And, and I, when I was doing the post-show notes for the cinematic, I watched the cinematic like three more times or more than that, which is one of the nice perks of doing a podcast is that you, you, you have to rewatch all these great cinematics. So mm-hmm. I can't say I'm complaining about that, but there's a few things that I noticed. One, 
there's a sequence where Sylvanas, she's in the coma and she's laying kind of in the upper right corner of the screen and the characters are all standing around and then they kind of like do that little like quick fade, like jump in time and you see the characters like disappearing from standing around her one by one. Yeah. It is, they crib that sequence exactly from the Vulgin cinematic when he's dying and he tells, he says, Sylvanas, you're going to be war chief. And then he like dies and then she's just standing in the throne room and like all the other characters start disappearing from around her. Like, you know, like she's just standing there kind of processing what's happening to the point. They cribbed it so much. The music is exactly the same between the two sequences. Really? Yes. Wow. So I saw that and I was like, I can't believe that they did that. That's amazing. Um, so that was very well done on their part. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it's now you've got this, you know, why are these moments here? Because the one you've got Sylvanas, I guess, becoming war chief, like, I guess, evolving as it were. Right. You know, and then here you've got Sylvanas. She's in the coma, but she's going to wake up as unified Sylvanas. And so she's evolving in that regard. Yes. Um, I mean, so I was just going to say that's good synergy between her evolution. So I'm glad that they, they did a callback because like thinking about it, that makes total sense that they like have that in sequence. Do the, the, the characters that are present in both cinematics disappear in the same order? Do you know? Uh, that I don't know, but there are slightly different characters. Right. Uh, well, some I, of the, I mean, Bane would be there. Bane, I think Bane's the only one who's there in both because okay. like Jaina's in the one. She's not in the other. Right. Um, I don't know if Thrall, I don't think Thrall is in the Vulgen cinematic. Is he? I don't know. I think he gets, he gets wounded on the broken shore and then I don't think we see him again until you go to get uh, the Doomhammer. Yeah, maybe. Maybe not. Anyway, I'm going to have to go back and rewatch that one, even though that's an older cinematic. So I'm like, I thought, yeah, I thought Thrall was later because I thought, um, uh, oh, wow. Why, why am I blanking? Help. <laughs> I don't know. I thought that there was uh, someone else that was standing in for him then, but. The, there were, um, there were a few, I mean, there were other, there were the other faction leaders there, like, uh, Lorthamar is oh. there. Yeah. Um. So yes, absent from the Shadowlands. <laughs> right, exactly, exactly. <laughs> Which is actually so, good. That man needs a vacation. Well, hopefully he's. You know, I I, I don't have Lorthamar on the list, do I? I <gasps> How dare! <laughs> How well, dare! We'll, yeah, we'll put him at the bottom because yeah, I, we'll I have to, yeah, something. Let, let, which to yeah, add Lorthamar to the list. Yeah, Lorthamar, and then also I'm going to add uh, Thalissa. Yes, I was going to say we should add Thalissa because uh, well, pretty much I think we just do them right now. Like I wish oh, they yeah. could each, they just have each other. Like that's all. Just let the two of them spend time with each other, and, and we're done. Well, well, I want to say I want them to have a relaxing vacation. So last time, I'm sure some of our listeners remember when we were talking about them. I believe this is where we left off with them, uh, was they were having a relaxing vacation, exchanging poetry, which were all like, aww. Uh, and then a messenger runs up to Lorthamar and is like, OMG, Lorthamar, shit's going down, right? And he's like, oh no, what's going And I think that's when um, all of the leaders were being taken by the Forsworn, if I'm not yes. mistaken. So like. I'm basically hoping that they get to just go and have a vacation and like not have the world end for like two weeks. And they just also well, it'd be cute to have more wow couples. I'm just saying at this point, I think we've got enough wow couples. We need more wow babies. I oh want to see some uh, half purple, half pink baby elves. Yeah, we'll make a whole new species of elf. Boom. <laughs> See, the, the, they're like they'd be some combination of the the sunwell and the nightwell. 
that would be cool. The so sunset like, well. Exactly. Exactly. The dusk. Is there a dusk, dusk well? well? There I, could be a dusk well. I don't think there is a dusk well, but there is now. They have two kids. The second one will be Dawnwell. There you go. Wow. Katie's like, we could write this. <laughs> <laughs> and the time between them would be called from Duskwell till Dawnwell. Oh my god. Oh, <laughs> uh, you call it, we called it here first. Ten years in advance. <laughs> Don't worry about it, guys. <laughs> oh my goodness. Alright. Well, they were they were a pretty easy couple to get out of the way. Yes. Um, that was I'm glad that we talked about them though, because I do miss them. Yes, that's the problem, is that we, we we've been I remember when we first came to Shadowlands way, way back a long, long time ago. And I was like, oh, this Oribos place, it feels like a college dorm. Like we're only going to be here for two years or whatever, and then we'll move on and whatnot. And I mean, technically that could still be true. We're, we're still several, many months short of the two year mark, but um, it feels like we might be there more than two years. Like this is going to unintentionally be our, uh, a very long home away from home. It probably, it might be in that. I think everyone knows there's some extenuating circumstances uh, there, but uh, we'll we'll kind of see what happens. I'm not sure. So, so let's go back to Sylvanas yes. for a moment, because there's one other thing that I realized about Sylvanas. We we talked a bit about her eyes being different in the cinematic. Yes. And it occurred to me, and I'm, I'm I, I was I was very aggravated. This occurred to me after recording the podcast because this I felt was a very salient point, which is why I'm bringing it up now, like a month later. The Sylvanas that we're seeing with the perfectly nice human eyeballs and not the elvish eyeballs that are all one color is the Sylvanas inside of her. It's the representation of her soul. It's not actually her. Hmm. It's because, it, I mean, think about it. When Uther encounters her, Uther is, I think we, we, I guess Uther's kind of, Uther first brings her into him. So it's kind of like her manifestation inside him, I guess, because it's his memory where they're in the Plaguelands. And then they go to the tree in her memory. So they're in, they're on like a, a a metaphysical plane as much as the Shadowlands is a metaphysical plane, but they're not, this isn't actually her. This is not a Sylvanas that is tangible that we can touch. It's how, I guess her, that fragment of her soul sees itself, how it wants to manifest, which means it's not that her eyes are blue or not blue or, or it's that, that she wants to have human eyes. I guess. I don't know. Like, that's one of those things where it's like, I, I, I mean, I guess maybe, but it's like, huh. Well, because when she does wake up, like, she has the full blue elven eyes. Like, they're all the, 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 the like, the magic looking. That's sin, true. Sin, you know, so maybe, not necessarily a single color, but they're all like, you know, they're, 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 they're blue. Like, there's no, you know, you can't wait to shoot, wait to shoot till you see the whites of her eyes because there is no whites of her right. eyes. Right. <laughs> Maybe that's how she was such a great archer is that nobody could ever actually get a shot off on her. Right. I mean, nobody knew when to fire. That's why Arthur, Arthas used a sword. <laughs> oh, man, we're just taking pot shots. Uh, <laughs> interesting thought, though. So, so, yeah, so I guess what I wish for Sylvanas is that she can get the human eyes that she wants. I don't know how she'll do that. Maybe <laughs> she has to go over to Mildraxis and uh, chat about a you know get some corpses over there that you know maybe they can do some surgery to like replace her eyes or something but i think deep down she wants human eyes i think that's what this has been all about when she was going to say like we can't even get to choose our she want to say we can't even get to choose our eyeballs <laughs> yes because that's what it's about <laughs> so all about the eyeballs nick so, not about anything as grand as fates 
No, she just wants she just wants to have human eyes at on, on any and all costs, and this is I mean, this has been the whole point of the expansion. So you I know uh, why she wants I, to have human eyes, right? <laughs> I was just gonna say so she can waggle them at our, our next subject, but we'll get to that yes. in a second. <laughs> yes, regular eyebrows, not um, her eyes. Um, so, so, at her eyes, if you will. So, what do you want to see for Sylvanas before we move on to the the, the, the next one here? Yes. Um. Well, okay. So that's interesting. So, this whole time, and again, there are, I'm sure, PTR spoilers. So, with without those in mind, because I don't know what they are, uh, I want to see where she's going to go. I really don't want her to die at the end of this, although she's kind of already dead. Like, I, I want her. I guess the best thing I can say is I want her character to have a satisfying conclusion in its arc. That might be death. That might not be. I'm kind of hoping it won't be in some ways because it'd be interesting if they like bring her back and pull her back out of the hat, you know, two or three years from now. Um, but we'll see. So I'm really excited to kind of see where she goes. Uh, and I I really hope that we get to watch her character evolve as she grapples with the fact that her soul is now complete. And watching her interact with other characters and them coming to the same conclusion that she is now a, a very similar Sylvanas, but a very different Sylvanas. It's like the same Sylvanas you know, but then like a curtain's been drawn back and you're like, there's a whole nother part of Sylvanas here and she's different now. Uh, so that's going to be really interesting. I want to see those interactions. I want to see these characters kind of be like, are they going to be super standoffish? I mean, I don't know if that she's going to like. I don't think anyone's going to forgive her, uh, but it's going to be really interesting to see those interactions. And I really hope we get a lot of that. So hope her life isn't horribly hard, but I have a feeling it's going to get worse before it gets better. I don't know. I still, I still think she's just a fascinating character at this point because, mm -hmm. because of the whole split soul thing. And it's kind of like Luther said, like, it felt like one part of your soul was just kind of like frozen in time. And now it's been released and, and, mm -hmm. you know, it's a bit like, it's a bit like sort of the, like the time travel stories where on the one hand, it's like, what if you could go back in time and like, you know, like deal with your, your younger self, because that's kind of how modern Banshee Sylvanas has to deal with the, you know, the, the, the severed part of her soul. But then also it's a little bit like, what if you could go forward in time and like, see like, oh, like, you know, 20 years from now, what's my life going to be like, it, you know, kind of like uh back to the future. I think of uh, Jennifer when she's in the house mm -hmm. in back to the future too. And she's like, you know, this is the house of my future and these are my kids and all this, all these TVs and the, the toilet papers, a fax machine and all that stuff. <laughs> and like, in a way, like that's kind of what younger Sylvanas is dealing with here is mm -hmm. that, you know, she's got her future self that she's like, oh, this is like, this is all the stuff that I didn't get to see for 20 years. I got a lot to catch up on. And wow, it, it's not great. Like the future, yeah. you know, it, it'd be, you know, like 20 years ago, the year 2000, you know, even 2002, you're like, all right, you know, things are looking pretty good, uh, you know. And then you're like, How, how's it going to be going 20 years from now? And then it's like, you show up and you're like, okay, get in the house, put your mask on, right. take your rapid test, <laughs> you know, let's schedule you to get vaccinated. You can't be out there. And you're just like, what is going on? <laughs> exactly. So, yeah. That, so so I, I think, you know, depending on how they handle it, I don't think we're really going to see an interaction between the two sides of the soul because she's going to be presenting mm -hmm. as one single entity going forward. Like that was the whole right. significance of her opening the eyes with the blue eyes. Um, but. Still, I think that there 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 could be some fun to be had, especially we'll see how she's handled in the Sylvanas book. I, I originally yes. I thought originally I thought and I still maintained uh that 
you know, oh, this is going to be like War Crimes 2. It's going to be Sylvanas on trial. Now I'm thinking that book could just be the two of herself hashing it out. Yeah. And even though we know the outcome, like, okay, we know at the end of this book, they're going to be united and, and come out. Um, you know, we don't know what went on inside of her for that, you know, period of time while they're playing the Vulgen music. Well, I could so. definitely see, like, th this book could be a lot like the Illidan one, um, where it, it covers, like, Legion to the present and then, like, spends, like, the last third of the book of her, her just her two souls. Uh, reconciling right so they confuse and become the sylvanas we know because it would excuse me it would be very interesting still to get a glimpse like i i love sylvanas i always want to know what she's thinking because you she's always like three steps ahead i always say that but that's what she's a fascinating character she's she's very good at calculating and planning ahead and she has like these grand schemes right now we know that a lot of it's for the jailer but it would be interesting to see the breakdown of her thoughts and like who she was contacted by and when and like how, you know, playing the, the master game like Illidan was, which is a really cool way. I Sorry, I loved the Illidan book because that was a really neat thing to kind of watch them weave that whole story together for Illidan uh, and then make him a very redeemable character somehow. <laughs> they, the author did an excellent job. Um, yeah. But it'll be interesting to see if they do that in the Sylvanas book or like you say, like I I think it's going to have to have at least some part of it dedicated to her her fusing of her souls because um, we kind of missed out on a lot of that. And I feel like there's a lot of narrative uh, to be told there, which would be neat because we just got a little flashback. But I'm like, for her, I'm sure it felt like a 100 years of her just staring there and yelling at herself. Yeah. So, we'll see. Uh, one other thing that I do wish for 2022 is that the Sylvanas book does come out. Yes. <laughs> because I know there have been uh, publishing delays. Yeah. And, I mean, I don't. E I still don't even have my copy of the uh, Eastern or the, uh, Cal uh, the Calendor book. Yeah, I don't either. Um, which, from everything I hear, that might be a good thing. But uh, hopefully, oh. ho hopefully that'll be coming soon. Hopefully, uh, Sylvanas will come out on time, mm. and uh, we'll continue to get more good books uh, as the uh, publishing issues uh, resolve themselves. That said, let's move on to, as you alluded to earlier, our next character, Nathanos. Nathanos! Who, I'll admit, I'm surprised we still have not seen him. I thought for sure, I thought for sure that he was going to show up in the Sylvanas raid. That Sylvanas was going to like try to you know pull her bow on the jailer and be like, okay, I'm going to take you now. And then he's going to reach and pull out a soul. And he's going to have Nathanos' soul. And he's going to be like, uh, uh, if you kill me, he goes away. And then she'd be like, oh, I guess, you know, even though I know you're terrible, I still got to work for you. Well, the that was okay. Oh, yeah, that, no, that was that was what I was kind of thinking was going to happen, and I'm I guess I'm glad that it didn't. Well, I, the thing is that they, um, if you if you remember the Tyronda and Sylvanas showdown cinematic, Tyronda straight up tells Sylvanas, she's like, "Oh yeah, I sent your lover here to die, right? Like I killed him," and Sylvanas is surprised by that. She is genuinely surprised. So. She doesn't know, Nath or she didn't, at least until this point, know Nathanos was even, his whole may or may not be. I would hope it's in the afterlife. Uh, it's it's possible it was taken elsewhere, and that's a narrative I have to find out. But I, I want them to be reunited in a meaningful way. Because, like, at this point, I feel like so much tragedy has happened to Sylvanas. I'm like, Nathanos was, like, the one, like... Besides, I mean, her sisters kind of to a point are wholesome, but they're also trying to murder her, but she's also trying to murder them. So it's like this kind of weird, but very 
contentious wholesomeness, but like her and the Thanos are like you're like murderous together whole like wholesomeness, and I'm like, oh, but they like they actually care about each other. I'm like, oh, like, I don't know. It's just that like warms my my heart. I'm just like, yeah, they they're dead and they've kind of overcome all these trials, and they're still scary and murderous people, but they like and trust each other, and they're like the only two that do that. Uh, well, they they only trust each other pretty much. Um, what? What? What I want uh-huh. is. That, so Nathanos was all smug when he's dealing with Taronda and he's like, yeah, you're going to kill me, but you're doing exactly what I want you to do. You're sending me to the mall where I can go, be, you know, hang out with Sylvanas again. Mm-hmm. And so Taronda's like, I don't care. I'm just killing you because you're a, you know, okay. you're a piece of crap. Get off, you know, just go away. So she kills him. But before his soul can go to the mall, it's intercepted. And he has been spending this entire expansion, not in the Maw, not in the, sh- well, in the Shadowlands, but not dealing with all the stuff we've been dealing with because he's been like in a little pocket dimension put there by none other than Buon Somdi. That would be interesting. See, I was wondering, because like Buon Somdi's been grabbing and preventing a lot of the troll souls from going to the Maw, like right. his most devoted followers and that, of the like. Um, right. But Buon Somdi is an asshole. Yes, he is. Nathanos is an asshole. Yes, he is. And tell me that you wouldn't want to see some kind of buddy comedy of the two of them hating each other, but wandering around the Shadowlands for whatever reason, trying to, you know, right wrongs or something. I don't know what they're doing. Maybe they're wronging rights. Who knows? It feels like it needs to be like a cop show. Exactly. (laughs) That would be so amazing. (laughs) Like, just... Just the snarky commentary alone. They'd be great yes. for each other. You're like, Nathanos is deadpan and Buon Somdi's like super, yeah, little, like, I don't give t- an F attitude. sucking, wheezy laugh. Like, oh, just. Oh, yeah. And, and here's the thing. Actually, here's the thing. The third part of this is I want the two of them on the trail of Sire Denathrius. Oh, my gosh. And then in, in season two of this Disney Plus movie that I'm putting together, a Disney Plus show that I'm putting together, is the three of them having to team up and go off and do stuff. Could you imagine? Like, that would be amazing. because. They all have such different personalities that would clash, but also get together. Like, because they're all a certain brand of butt faces, if you will. (laughs) Yes. They're pompous and arrogant, but also, like, really likable characters in their own way. So it'd be really fascinating to put them all under one roof. And see what would happen. Like, I, I agree. I think this would be a great show because I love all of the characters and all the elements, and they are all so different from each other that they'd be really good foils. And then, and then I don't know why I feel like the fourth person to round out this group. I don't know why I'm, I'm going with this, but then I want F- Flynn Fairwind in there also. <laughs> like, just the four of them. Not that, like, obviously Flynn's still alive, so I don't know what, how he fits into this. Oh my gosh. You know, this is like some kind of like weird bastard A team that the four of them are just going around. Give them a big black van. Oh my gosh. Let them let them just, you know, try to, you know, help people or something. Alternate they, universe, it should happen. Yes. Get, this is what I want for 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 all these characters is to just get together in a little van and just hang out and and right wrongs. And even though I guess writing wrongs really doesn't work for Denathrius, give him some kind of reason why he has to. I, I think it could. Like, if you think about it. They're all varying degrees of like a pie chart where in the middle they all intersect because they have things in common and like other parts, not pie charts, sorry, um, Venn diagrams, right? Uh, where like parts of their personalities overlap with other ones, but not as much. Like Wansamdi is kind of cheeky. And I'd say Flynn is quite cheeky. Sire Denathrius 
is pompous, but also a little cheeky, but not as much as like Bon Sandi, right? So like you can see there's like degrees of them having all the same characteristics, uh, but to lesser degrees of, of each other. Uh, and then you have the perfect stoic Nathanos, who's just like, I can't believe I have to put up with this. This is the worst. I hate these people so much. Like the the best <laughs> like character that's just like face palming the entire time. He's like, late my lady, please come rescue me. This is the worst. <laughs> Uh, but I think that would be a great A-team. Also, like, yes. it's a cast of relatively powerful characters. I mean, Flynn, in his own right, is not as powerful as the team we've just assembled. But, I mean, he's there for the commentary alone. Like, the, the he, he brings the comment. He's, like, the, the one that's uh, throwing out the, the really cheesy crack jokes while everyone else is, like, pulling the <laughs> pulling all the weight, if that makes sense. Right. Well, that, I, th- I think that's the thing is, like, Flynn, from a power standpoint, can't hold a candle to the other three right but from an entertainment value oh yeah i mean and, and plus two then you've got the whole thing of like well why is he there he's probably there against his will but he's doing this for all the right reasons and mm-hmm. he's just he has to put up with them as much as they have to put up with him and it, it just it i, I, don't, I don't know there, there there's something here i i agree <laughs> oh my gosh i just i want i want i want this <laughs> So I just want them to play off of each other and get frustrated at each other. And just can you, can you imagine, like, say that they all have a good idea of each other's backgrounds. Could you imagine, like, the smackdown that would go on if they all started to try and insult each other? <laughs> like, epic rap battles of history style. Right. Like, it'd be amazing. <sighs> oh, I need this in my life. It's beautiful. <laughs> this is our brainchild. <laughs> We're rebranding in the next year. <laughs> It's just going to be a, an audio journey of uh, these 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 four characters. That's that's what we're doing now. And really, and I mean to be fair, they all have great voice actors. They so do. yes, give it to us in at least audio audio drama form <laughs> that we can just, that we can just relish. It'd be amazing. Uh, all right, so Nathanos, we hope he gets uh, he joins a boy band slash a team, and they go around writing wrongs, whether it's alternate universe or not. We uh we want him to go have some friends. He kind of deserves that. In every few episodes, like there's one episode in season one, they come across a a, a corpse with no eyes. Then in season two, there's a few more, and then it's not till oh season God. three they realize, like, oh no, we're on the trail of Sylvanus. <laughs> oh my gosh! I. <laughs> It's like the most ridiculous thing. No one ever saw it coming. Oh, well, they couldn't see it coming because they had their eyes. That was the point. Out. That was the that was the joke. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I can hear the face palming of our listeners now. It's it's beautiful. Oh, that's that has to be the t- no no one saw them coming. That is the best. That's. The- that, that's the title, at least of like the like the, the subtitle of the show or something. Yes, no one. The saw eighteen, them no one saw them coming. <laughs> uh, beautiful. All right, all right. Let's 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 move on here. Let's hopefully get more serious. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't we ever serious? That's no fun. That's very true. That's very true. All right. Um, okay, so next on the list, I have the jailer Zoval, um, who we have learned a lot more about. We finally know that he's trying to get to Zareth Mortis and the Sepulchre of the First Ones so he can gain their knowledge and remake the universe as he sees it to, you know, as he sees it should be. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so that said, what do we want for him in 2022? 
well, I want him to get what's coming to him. He's caused a lot of trouble. And a lot of people that have had to clean up his mess. And I'm not happy about it. Although, he, if he, like, escapes into the next expansion like a Gul'dan, I'm just like, no! Like, the Darth Vader gif him going, no! <laughs> That's kind of how I feel about it. I, I wouldn't be surprised if somehow he escapes or something happens to that effect, because they've set him up a lot, but we still haven't really interacted with him a whole lot. Like, he's just kind of been, like, I don't know, the bad guy in the distance. I don't know. He doesn't seem as threatening as the, he was, like, alluded to be initially. So I think there's um, a fair amount of, like, storytelling that can be done to kind of ramp him up more as a character. Like, we, we know more about him, but he still doesn't feel, like, as threatening as a Gul'dan to me at this point. So I, I hope that there's more that they... I think there is more that they're going to do with him in this coming patch, for sure. Uh, and it'd be interesting to see where it goes from there. So, as I said, hope he gets what's coming to him, which is a boot up the butt. Okay. I want him, I want him to get coal in his stocking. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I okay. Like just straight up like you you were you were a bad boy and Santa brought you coal. That's it. I just imagined him with like a little Santa hat on the top of his head or just like on the little spikes like on his collar, just like little They need to I mean he'll still be the raid boss yeah. Maybe not. Maybe he won't be. I mean, he'll still be a raid boss by yeah. next Christmas. Um, but yeah, if they need to at least put a little uh, Santa hat on him when he is a, when he you know it is a Winter Vale next year because he's got the perfect head for it. He really does. Just like although really if, tiny if he's wearing his although if he's wearing his armor, maybe eh, still I, put it on the armor. Does he have a helmet? Yes, I think I believe he does. does he? Oh, maybe I've only ever but, seen him with it off. He's got like little like. Kind of like spikes on the oh, side that maybe they can. That's put, more like, like a collar, though. Like he has is like his well, yeah. he got that co- yeah. So. It's like yeah, it's like something that like kind of sits on his shoulders and it's spiky outward. Yeah. You could put a Christmas wreath around it. That that there you go, Christmas <laughs> wreath and a tiny like a really Actually, small Santa hat. You should take his small. old model and put put the wreath right around the big hole in his chest. Oh no! <laughs> oh, that would be. That'd be hilarious, and I so, don't think he'd think it's as fu- it's funny as I, no, I do. No, that's what that's what he, I want him to get: coal in his stocking and a uh, Santa hat and a wreath on his. Be uh, festively mocked. Yes. <laughs> Next winter's veil. Uh, what a great uh, great ending for all bad guys to get mocked every Christmas or sorry winter's veil comedically with tiny hats and wreaths. It's beautiful. It's a beautiful thing. You you talk about the jailer being in the next expansion, and I'm kind of conflicted on this because on the one hand, like they've been setting him up as the ba- the bad guy for this whole thing, like it feels right. like at the end of this, like we need to just beat him up and kind of be done with him to a degree. But on the other hand, as a character who to a degree has been like behind like everything since Warcraft three, yeah, you know, or, or at least has had you know as as influenced events going back to Warcraft three, uh, you know, even unbeknownst to us, you know you know you know however the, the the story played out it feels like for us to just be introduced to him and then wrap him up yeah feels a bit quick like there needs to be but then again at the same time if he gets away then it's like it doesn't feel like an adequate payoff for what we've been dealing with so i'm not sure how i want them to handle him like maybe even if we beat him up and then they're like oh and then we like you know kind of like at the end of mr pandaria like uh with garage where it's like oh there there's there's a uh, 
uh, oh, what's uh, what's the one Pandaren's name? I can't think of his name. Oh, uh, G Firepaw, that one? No, no the 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 guy the guy who in Pandaria who hated us until he liked us. Uh, Garrosh oh, um, fought him. Yes, uh, it's not Shao. Yeah. Um, no. The 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 leader of the the Shadow Pin. Yeah. Yes. I yeah. Be, I don't know um, why I'm blanking on his name. Shoot, I am too. I know who you're talking about though. <laughs> For, for 2022, I want better recall for myself. Oh, I know. <laughs> I know. <sighs> no, but anyway, like, you know, kind of how, like, that he escorted Garrosh off at the end of uh, mm-hmm. that cinematic. Like, I kind of want, you know, like, even if we do that, like, oh, we beat up the jailer and here he goes off in cuffs. Like, even that would still feel a little anticlimactic. Like, I, like thematically, I think we need to kill him. But then it's like, if he's dead, then it's, it's like, there, he needs to come back at some point. There's got to be some kind of, like, yeah. he's dead. Like, I, if anything, kind of what we pulled a little bit with Denathrius, maybe, where like we killed him and then he went into the sword and then it's like, okay, we're going to take the sword and put it over here and he can't get out. And it's like, oh yeah, but, but Denathrius like immediately got out. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, it's like, you know, if someone just like shuts off the light or powers down, not, not that actually, cause it's, it's the Naru, but the same idea, right? Like someone just accidentally like claps in that general vicinity. The light goes out and tired Denathrius is like, I am free. Blah. Um, it would be interesting if they have something similar with the jailer, but like I agree, we're in a really rough spot with his character because we've been ramping up to him as an enemy. Like they've kind of, you know, tied a lot of events into his character. I'm not sure that his character existed until relatively recently, but they they've contributed a lot of the events to his character without us. And again, this is what's hard about having a game that's been alive for as long as it has as like you can try and tie in events to this character but unless like you know you can't lead breadcrumbs all the way up to this expansion because that would be going back 17 years right like right you know most people don't plan 17 years in advance they probably do now but back then probably not so uh it, it doesn't feel it satisfying to contribute all those events to his his uh plan if you will like because it's like it we didn't know it was him and it doesn't feel like super satisfying because it hasn't been like the old gods are a perfect example right like like we've seen their effects firsthand and we've been fighting them and we know they exist and like we've been fighting the cultists and all of that and then we get to actually go fight them on their own turf but we know that even when they kill them they're not necessarily dead like they're just they go dormant uh, and so, like, it's one of those where, like, that's satisfying because we can see the cause going up to it. Um, the jailer is a little tough because I, I still feel like he's been kind of absent a lot. Like, he's he's been a looming threat, but not as, like, it doesn't feel like he's been as active as, like, Gul'dan, if that makes oh. sense. Like, Gul'dan would show up or Arthas would show up. I don't feel like the jailer does that very much. Well, it's it's a, a tough road to 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 to, to drive. Yeah, this uh, is true. To, it's very to tough. Put my metaphor because yeah, you don't want you don't want to overuse him, but you don't want to underuse him, and so it's like you know it, it, it's a, it's a very tough sweet spot to hit, and we know that yeah. Blizzard tends to you know they don't necessarily they, they they don't always hit their sweet spots, and then they always wind up overcorrecting and miss the sweet spot the other way. So yeah, uh, I think at this point we're kind of in the underuse section. Um, no, I, I, you know, you mentioned the old gods and I said before, like they should have switched Shadowlands and like the old God expansion. Um, because the thing is, again, the thing of the old gods, like we had Nazoth teased 
supposedly he was mentioned twice in Cataclysm, and I think we've talked about this. I still mm-hmm. don't know where in Cataclysm he was mentioned, but Chris Metzen mentioned him at the one BlizzCon Q&A, like, oh, yeah, uh, Nazoth signs Deathwing's paychecks. And ever mm-hmm. since then, you know, that was like 2010, so we were waiting for a good, you know, 10 years, you know, right. nine, eight years, a long time for yes. Nazoth. Like, even though he wasn't necessarily always teased in the game, like, we knew he was out there, we, you know, if – you know, and I understand, like, they may not have had the idea for the Jailer at the time, you know, but if, if it's just somebody like BlizzCon 2014 had said, you know, oh, yeah, there's a Jailer guy out there. And we just like, what? Like, who's the Jailer? <laughs> what does he do? Right. Exactly. Yeah. And then, like, you know, like, later on, like, oh, yeah, you know, like, the Jailer signed Arthas's paycheck. Something like that that yeah. we could have done just, just kind of mulled over and, like, no one was in the ether. Um, and I know I'm, I'm maybe asking the impossible. Well, I'm asking the impossible because it would require time travel. But, right, right, right. Um, but you know, j- just something like that to 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 let us know, like. You know, or because there was no hint of him, like he should have been revealed like midway through BFA or something, or even at the beginning of BFA. And then like, we're busy, you know, dealing with stuff on Azeroth before we can even get into the Shadowlands. But instead it's like, oh no, here's this guy and he's, he's, he's tough and terrible. And, and, you know, not only do we get only one expansion with him, but we also get a truncated expansion because it's only going to have two patches given, given the situation. So it's, it's unfortunate. Uh, I guess on some level, maybe I also want the jailer to have a proper uh, expansion build up. But uh, well, I think you know, I think the, the, the what, like what, what you're saying is like in BFA, the only link we had to the jailer that was concrete in any dimension really was Sylvanas, and so like we we got to see a fair amount of Sylvanas, and the really I think the only big hint they gave us was that her power was changing, and there yes. were some voice dialogues, but like right, it's not like we saw. Again, I'm going to use the old gods because they're, they're they're a great example, right? We could see the cultists. We could see people literally becoming, uh, for lack of a better word, like infected, right? Like were they right. uh, corrupted is a better word. Like we had corruption armor, like, you know, all of this stuff. Like um, Zalatath had teased it. Like the, the, the previous expansion had teased it. Or like even Rathion and Mists of Pandera teasing the Legion coming back a whole expansion after Warlords of Draenor. Like if they had dropped more hints about the jailer or the afterlife or like say they had started bringing up the afterlife a lot more like they did with Juan Samdi yes but they didn't link him to the jailer as hard as I think they should have like they did a good job but most of that was on the horde side I don't know that they did a lot of that on the alliance side so it's like he, he didn't feel like he was a looming threat that we were acknowledging you're just like oh there's another thing out there and, and, you know, lore-wise, we could actually have multiple explanations for certain characters that they thought they were referencing. Um, so it, it's kind of interesting because I feel like, as we've been kind of saying, it, I feel like there was more room to try and hint. And, like, if there was, like, a quest, like a mutual uh, quest hub that Alliance and Horde had that really hit on death, right? And, like, I know they talked about that with Teldrassil, sort of, but it's not the same thing. like. That's what kickstarted the war, but we didn't focus on the death. We focused on the hatred, right? right. And so I feel like that they did an excellent job narratively because I think that was the right thing to hit. But since they didn't focus, they didn't have like an underpinning of death for a lot of that expansion. Like they did, but I don't think it was strong enough for us to realize that that's where this was going to some extent. They, I don't know. They did. Well, that was the problem. It was still too much of a mystery. Yeah. Like we needed, like all we needed was just like, have like, like maybe around like 9.2, just have Sylvanas just name drop Zoval. And we're like, who is, and we don't know anything about that. We just know there's some Zoval dude out there. Yeah. Because we spent that whole expansion 
like what is like asking ourselves what is Sylvanas doing? What is Sylvanas doing? We didn't even really get an answer to that. Mm-hmm. Even then, she goes and she opens up the the portal of the Shadowlands. We're like, okay, like you know, and then they tell us like, oh, she's working for the jailer and everything. And like, okay, now we get uh, you know more of the framework, but we still didn't understand what she was doing. Right. That, right. And we're still even waiting for the book for even more answers about what she was doing. That it's it's still a bit unanswered. That at some level, like they needed to just you know j- just be like, okay, like the time for breadcrumbs and hints are over like here here he is maybe it's not a full introduction just name drop and establish like okay sylvanas is working for this guy this guy's the big bad and and you know and then maybe yeah you introduce him in in, in shadowlands or something but or it'd be interesting to like have like Wansamdi name drop him or like right like in in a very significant way that a lot of players would see or like uh it, say in the death throes of like Nazoth, right? He he says something to the effect of like, Yeah, so you will you puny mortals could never defeat me. Like your death comes for your world. I mean, I think that's already been said multiple times, but yeah. bringing more of an emphasis on there is something looming that maybe other entities are aware of, but like really making that a focus of multiple entities saying that, because then that really drives that point home that there's a bigger picture that we're starting to see more like thematically leading to the Shadowlands. Right. Anyway, anyway. <laughs> we hit on that. No, we, I hard. just want him to be a bigger threat so that this way, when he gets cold from Santa Claus, yes, it's that much more damning. Yes. yes. So there. So nailed it. S- speaking of people who have been damned. Oh no. Anduin the boy, who's now silver. <laughs> What do you what do you want for him for 2022? Um Well, I how can I say this? Uh I hope he doesn't have a Santa hat because he's going to get punched in the face, but it would be humorous, but I would feel bad. <laughs> <laughs> like I will genuinely feel guilty going into 92 uh cuz I know what's going to happen to him. I think some of our listeners do as well if they've seen the 92 trailer. Um, I hope he doesn't die. I don't know if you can reverse what's happened to him. So there's a lot of questions there. And if he like just walks out of the portal and be like, yo, guys, I have silver hair now and I feel like I've seen an eternity. See, he's too young to be a silver fox. Yes. So I want him to get a nice bottle of Just for Men and start dyeing that hair <laughs> at least for like another 10 years. Let him let him let him grow, get more of Varian's face. Let the chin kind of come in a little mm-hmm, bit. Mm-hmm. And then, then he can start letting the, the the gray out, and then then he'd be a great silver fox. This is uh, true. But for now, no, he needs to, you know, just just you know, get some. I don't know if he needs bleach or whatever, but start start dying that. Well, how can he be the golden child if he's not golden anymore? He's like exactly. the silver child. Well, that's what get you know what. Also, then in case he's getting a little bit pale, get him some bronzer, get him like a little tanning yeah, bed, you know. And then yeah, he should he should come out with you know golden skin and golden hair. <laughs> oh my gosh, I can't wait for that. <laughs> um. But yeah, no, I, I do wish well for Anduin or well wishes for him because he is still one of my favorite characters. And I think he's actually gone through an incredible amount of character development that we haven't really seen. A lot of it's been behind the scenes and that it's been kind of like teased forward uh, with like cinematics and that kind of thing. Uh, so I'm really hoping we get more of his side of the story. And I think this is an excellent chance to learn more about domination magic. Uh, so that will be interesting as well. Perhaps. You know, he he needs to get better control of his kingdom. <laughs> and uh, what I mean, what I mean by that is, we have seen him repeatedly 
you know, it's like, it seems like he asks Gen for permission. Like, Hey Gen, can I go do this? And Gen's like, no, even though Anduin outranks Gen. And then, so Anduin's like, well, screw you. I'm going to do it anyway. And then right. he sneaks out. We've seen him sneak out to the broken shore. Uh-huh. Uh, we've seen him sneak out to, uh, uh, the, the inn. Oh yes. And, yep. Uh, and start hanging out at the inn. And it's like, you know what? And I, I get why, because it's like, you can't just show up as like full, full regalia with like, you know, an entourage and be like, hey, I'm Anduin, because he's not going to get the same experience at the end. I get right, that. Right, right, right. Although, to be fair, he should be able to just be like, I'm just going to like randomly select a bunch, of pe- a bunch of people, like let the, you know, let the guards screen everybody ahead of time, make sure, you know, get, get a demon hunter there who can look at everybody, make sure they're not like secretly a dreadlord or anything. And then he should just be able to like host a little like it, you know, in slash tavern night in Stormwind Keep, just have everybody come in. They can make one of the rooms up look like uh, you know, regular inn. And he can, you know, in this in the comfort of his own palace, he can feel like, yeah, I'm, you know, I'm enjoying this. Instead of having to go sneaking out, I mean, yeah, you know, not too much is gonna happen out at the you know, when he's what was his name, like Jorick or something that he was going by, or Jerick? Oh, yeah. He yeah, I don't remember what his yeah. his false identity was. But but I think but he, he, he has resources. He should use them. That's my I, I, I think the reason he sneaks off, though, is because, first, he doesn't have to organize anything. It's all there. Like, he wants he that. He doesn't have to organize anything anyway because he can hire somebody to do it. That's he just, true. like, you know, servants, you know, here's my party know. planning committee. Okay, okay. I, I host parties on occasion. I can say no matter how much, like, preparation, it's still, like, a little stressful on that day. Like, it's still oh, fun. Yeah. That's what like, he pays him for. Yeah, unless he wants to be like his dad and skimp out on paying the, the, the people of uh, Westfall. That that hit me. That hurt. <laughs> the truth, man. Nah, I think he's just like, I just want to show up. Like, I just want to be like one of those guests that like slips in past the bouncer as someone more famous is going by. Like, you know, just like I want is like, I want to know what it's like where nobody knows what I'm doing. Nobody knows who I am. Nobody cares. And you're just like, I just get to sit here and be like, all right, don't have to shake anybody's hand. Nobody knows me. This is great. I'm just saying, I, I I get it. I understand where he's coming from. Because, uh, <laughs> like, hosting it at the party, then you have to worry about people getting too drunk and, like, hanging from the chandeliers and, you know, defacing the lion statues. And, like, you know, come on, man. It's going to happen. People's going to go streaking through the throne room. Like, <laughs> it, it get a little crazy, I have a feeling. We have seen that the magic exists within the Shadowlands th- through Frostmourne, which is to say through magic the Primus possesses. Mm-hmm that souls can be split. Yes. We know that Anduin's lineage has a history of souls being split. Uh Uh-oh. So why can't Anduin, you know, let's say at the end of this, like the Primus makes uh, another uh, Mornblade or whatever and stabs Anduin, and now he's got two Anduins, and one Anduin is like, hey, you go, you be king, and then the other Anduin, you can go and live a life as a normal kid. Oh, my gosh. That would not go well. There's um. (laughs) Uh, a game, I think I, I've mentioned it before, Genshin Impact that I'm playing right now. Uh, and they actually had almost that exact same scenario where they have a leader, uh, and minor spoiler alerts for uh, th- this game anyway, uh, but the, she has a puppet, like this almost animatronic version of her that looks exactly like her, sounds exactly like her, et cetera, et cetera, and that makes executive decisions, but it doesn't have like a good conscience. And she's, the, the leader is like actually in this other like plane giving it commands and stuff, but she has no idea what's going on in the outside. So like, she's just like, Oh yeah, no, it's fine. Like it, it'll be fine. And so this horrible thing happens where 
the the puppet orders this decree where you persecute a whole bunch of people in this awful, terrible way and it becomes super oppressive. And she's just like, oh, no, it's just following like my, my orders. It's fine, guys. And then you go in there and pull her out. And she's like, oh, I guess that wasn't so great. I'm like, I could just see that happening. He's like, it's just the soulless Anduin's like, everyone must bow. <laughs> the other one's like, hey, this is great. I'm drinking with my friends. And he's like, oh, snap, my... uh. My soul split there is uh, he's taking on kind of the Arthas uh, Arthas route, so I think we need to go fuse again because this is this is not so great. Everyone must be purged. Be scary stuff. So, so the A team apprehends Solaris <laughs> taking all the eyeballs. I want and, them to be as and they go heroes. to Stormwind, and the two Anduins are there, and Sylvanas is like, I still need my eyeballs. All the eyeballs I found, none of them worked. <laughs> and so the two Anduins look at each other. And they realize that they can each pluck out an opposing eyeball and give it to Sylvanas and she'll have her two eyeballs and then they'll each still have their sight because they only each gave up one eyeball. What? What? Why does this? (laughs) (laughs) This is like a crack fic that kind of needs to happen. (laughs) Why do they want? Why why is why Anduin's eyeballs? Because because this way he they they each give up one eyeball. She still gets. (laughs) I bought like two matches. Have- she gets a, she gets a matching set, well, but like they, they neither of them are match. blind now. They it works. Match. It works out. It works out. They, they wouldn't match. It, there's magic involved. It all works out. It's just <laughs> lies. Oh, well, I guess she's looking for human eyeballs. But like, yes, are they? That- is he? Are they human eyeballs? If he's like in the Arthas magic domination silver hair i'm gonna thing. i'm gonna say it, it all it all works because mm-hmm. she too is i mean she too has had her soul split and fused so it all it fits together okay katie says skeptically <laughs> we have a long list to get through so we should keep going to get through <laughs> by the end of this we're gonna have a full like you know like 300 page novel of the oh, a-team and, and their chase of sylvanas and, and how this all resolves itself so oh, and someone's gonna write us and be like i'm sorry was that a real episode or was that just like a crack episode that i that i <laughs> imagined i'm like no that was real that happened well, if i don't get this episode out in like the next week i might just hold it till april Fool. So. <laughs> it would be a good episode for that all right all right all right so let, let's move on here uh real quick we've got jaina um i would assume she's gonna play a part in this next expansion again or not expansion uh in this next patch coming up um i haven't interacted with her a whole lot this expansion so i don't i don't know that she's had a lot of interactions besides kind of uh um telling us what's been happening in the maw to her extent but kind of hope that she gets some time off and like gets to go hang out in cool after this is all over and just like go hang out because i think she yeah. needs a break she'd yes. be tired she yeah she needs to just go and, and chill have, have a nice you know warm bath or something and, and give her an expansion where she's not off being angry and, and killing demons like oh we don't we don't know what's going on with jana and like oh then we find out like no she was just off you know still still do it like no she needs an expansion where she just chills just you know has a nice vacation yeah not like yeah. dating a dragon or uh yeah, she can date a dragon I mean, she can yeah that part, actually, of, that part of it's not a problem together. yeah I think they should get back together, but that's just me. Mm-hmm. Uh, didn't she date somebody else? Oh, the the uh, Kalefa. I actually would love to see her he, encounter. Kalefas is back on the menu. Yeah. Oh my gosh, Nick, no. I'm not I, saying she'll order that dish. I'm just saying the dish is suddenly available. It's oh back gosh. in stock. I want them to interact. About now, I know what I want. I want her to come across Kalefas, and he's like, mm, 
hi and she's just like holds up her hand just like oh oh my god i can't believe he's here like she just i want her to run into her two exes arthas and kalefoss not that she ever actually dated kalefoss but could you imagine like arthas kalefoss and jaina and jaina's just like she, oh my god <laughs> she should just immolate him on sight and then they'll be like but he wasn't reformed like you just completely killed him killed him and she'll be like yeah whatever <laughs> like, no 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 trust me it's better this way <laughs> yeah i knew him while he was alive uh no i i would like I, I definitely want and this is going to be a bit painful but i would love to see a reunion between arthas and jaina i think that's if arthas is going to come back i think that will be something that will happen because they have so much history i would feel they, cheated if they don't they do but at the same time i feel like jaina has Jaina's like moved on. I feel like she's made peace with that. And, and who knows what state Arthas is in to, you know, I mean, he, 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 I feel like, I don't, I don't know that there's anything for Jaina to necessarily get from that. Um, I don't know. I think, I, mean, I, I think it would be interesting. Like, I, I do agree. I think she's moved on from Arthas. Uh, and that's why it'd be kind of painful. It'd be opening up an old wound, but they were, they had so much history together and were so intertwined in Warcraft three that it feels like, it would be kind of wrong. It's like having the the um, uh, Windrunner sisters not reunite, right? Like, it's just, right. it, it feels like it, it's something that should happen, even if it's painful. I don't know. Could, could Arthas get her pregnant? Why are we thinking about that? I don't think because so. Because what kind of kid would that be? It'd Shadowlands be like, oh, my, baby. My yeah, exactly. Like, how, my dad was... Uh, lich king that died and then his soul was whatever and and now he you know managed to impregnate like a super powerful arc mage arguably one of the most powerful mages on the planet and definitely more powerful than cadgar i mean i don't know <laughs> is it is it it's not Gul'dan. um the the kid that was uh medivh's kid oh, Medan. Medan. Yeah, like, yeah but good. even then like he was still he was he was Weird and all he was was just like a quarter Draenei and a quarter orc and a quarter human and, and something else. Like I mean, he was technically the guardian. He was like, you know, yeah. So, so he but had the crazy superpowers, but yeah. So, but like, what kind of kid would that be? Like, I don't know. That, that that's that, what I'm saying. It's just like, yeah, that sounds like something out of prophecy, right? Like this this child right. that is between life and death, and you're like, oh man, if, this just got if heavy. Any, if anything, that sounds more a uh, more like Medivh, mm -hmm. like how he was conceived. Yeah, that's true. That was that, weird. You as know, well. the, the, you know, and, and maybe. You know, maybe that's where where all of this could be going. Maybe maybe we kill Zoval, and then somehow Zoval winds up coming out as Jaina's kid. <laughs> maybe. Uh, <laughs> Katie's like, I I think. Yeah, no, I I would need a lot more liquid courage to get that to uh, make any sort of sense. But that's yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I think there's a, a little bit of uh, the end of being John Malkovich in there. Sure. Yeah, sure. Right. I'm very skeptical of our, maybe yeah. they shouldn't hire us to write the story. Could just you let, imagine? Yeah, just, just, just let Jada have a, have a vacation. Let's just go back yeah. to that. Yeah, I think that's okay, fair. Moving on. Uh, someone else who probably needs a vacation is mm -hmm. Bane. Yeah, Bane's had it rough. Yeah. Although, like, he's been in the story a lot, but he hasn't been a lot in, like, the forefront of the story, if that makes sense. Like, he's on the side, and he's, like, been continuous in our interactions, but... He, I don't know. He was just sitting there all, all like sad, like on I the know. on the step or whatever. Like he he needs a big hug. Like let him. He needs to go home and hang out with Mela. Yep. They need to go. They need to have a hug, and they also need a nice romantic vacation if they. Although you know, 
Although I could see him like going home and then like, you know, like Mela wakes up in the middle and where is he? And he's just like sitting out alone, like on top of one of the totems in Thunder Bluff. And she's like, what's and he's just just sitting there, doesn't say anything. And then it's like she's like, I don't know. Why is he freezing me out? And, and you know, dude, then, I've seen some they, stuff, you know, yeah, exactly, exactly. Like, you know, he's. Yeah, we're going to need therapy for everyone coming back from the Shadowlands. I'm just saying. So, so, you know, that's what we do. We have a, I don't know. I was trying to find a good character. We we have like Flynn Fairwind set up a therapy. Could you imagine? And like, so you have people there that didn't go to the Shadowlands and some people that did. And they're just, I don't know. I feel like that would be humorous and depressing at the same time. (sighs) Yeah. 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 So. Okay. Speaking of other people who have, uh. Been to the Shadowlands Thrall. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I hope he gets to go back home with, to his kids. Like, yeah. I don't know, to Agra <laughs> and his kids, because he's, I don't know. Or I'd like to well, get to see Thrall's kids again, because we did briefly. See, I feel like Thrall is actually in a good place, because he got to meet his mother. That's true. And, like, he got to have that, like, that whole whole discussion with her. I feel like, if anything, to group, kind of group the two of them together, like... He, we know Draka can leave the Shadowlands. Yeah, that's We've true. We've seen it happen. So, you know, like, let her have a little uh, sabbatical and go hang out in Orgrimmar and let her meet her grandkids. Yeah, I think that would be really neat. Like, I definitely, uh, again, like, throwing some wholesomeness in Warcraft, like, bringing more family elements to the game, because that is something that this game tends to, like Disney, rip apart really easily as families. Like, everyone's an orphan, everyone's sad, drama, and, like, we need some wholesome moments. Also, like, because you need those wholesome moments to balance out the drama, otherwise it just feels repetitive, right? So to to have characters that have families, that have loved ones, that actually, like, build relationships that we as players get to witness, uh, both in the, the creation and the journey, like, that makes it more powerful when you're telling a narrative than just being like, ah, yes, well, um, a long time ago, this person's mate died and they were very sad. And now they're this bitter person. You're like, well, that's great, but I didn't get to watch any of that. So I didn't get to resonate with their sorrow. I just know that they're just this kind of bitter person. Uh, So I don't know. I'm hoping that we get more wholesomeness from thrall and his family because he deserves it man he's been in all of the expansions pretty much and i'm like that man just needs he needs retirement but i don't think he's gonna get it anytime soon what what i'd like to see is that he comes back from the shadowlands and he sees that lorthamar has managed to hold down the horde council you know decently in his absence and he's like okay you know what like i I don't need to be here like there's enough they're in orgrimmar they'll have orcs to represent them like nobody nobody's not gonna listen to the orcs so then he goes and he gets Agra and he gets the kids and he's like, hey, we're going to go however we can get back to the Shadowlands now, like not without actually killing themselves. But, you know, like, right. however, I'm assuming there'll be some portal somewhere that we can freely travel through. And they go back and they meet back up with Draka and they're like, OK, now the five of us are going to go and we're going to find Durotan. And then they mm-hmm. just spend I don't know how long, probably the length of an expansion while we're doing other stuff. They're just traveling through all the different Shadowlands that we don't get to see. And they're looking for the traces of Durotan and tr- tracking him down. That'd be interesting. I, in some ways, I'm surprised we didn't see him. But again, like, narratively, we know they didn't have time to put every single character in there. And that makes a lot of sense. Um, it, yeah, that would be cool. Because we have more then, characters to get through. So I won't. And then the, there could be a crossover episode where, where Thrall and his family have to work together with the A-Team. <laughs> 
<laughs> yes, perfect. I just I'm trying to imagine them working with Cyrodenathrius, and it's beautiful. <laughs> it's like, oh well, that's that's is, what under the bridge, isn't it? We find out that Denathrius is great with kids. Who oh, knew? that would actually be adorable. <laughs> the wholesomeness. There's the wholesome moment. The silver lining. He's a jerk to everybody else, but he's great with kids. I guess anyway. that would be one of the things you'd never see in Rivendreth unless the kids were absolute butt faces as well. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. When was the last time he actually got to hang out with like a like just a fun little like you know, even like a five year old? Maybe he's like, never hung out with a kid, right? All uh, Remoria's childlike in her uh, insanity. I mean, Renathal was like his first son, but like I get yeah. the feeling he didn't create Renathal as a baby. No, I don't think so. I think everyone that comes to the Shadowlands, I mean, we know that they're not <laughs> just adults because I think in Bastion, we, there's like a, a kid sprite that runs around somewhere. Um, so, so we know that the souls aren't just purely adult souls, right? Uh, which makes sense because you wouldn't expect only adults to die, which is depressing. But yeah, I don't think that they get a lot of children in Rithvindrath unless they're really... Really, really horrible children. Also, their sin stones would be pretty small. Unless they, right. like, you know, lit Teldrassil on fire. Actually, well, speaking of children, real quickly to throw in, uh, and I just had his name and I lost it. The the, the one Torin guy who had the two kids. Oh, um, Lightwalker Desco. Des- yeah, Des- Sunwalker yeah. Desco. Yes. Yeah. A Sunwalker, uh, yeah. He showed, yeah, he, you, you can actually talk to him in, uh, in Oribos. He's out, uh, outside... Uh, like on the one ring outside, if you, go, oh. if you do a loop on the outside there, uh, and you know he's there. He's like, oh, I came here to hope, hoping to find word of my wife or my son. So you know what? He's another one. Maybe he can hang out with Thrall and his family, and they're all just going through the Shadowlands looking for their loved ones. Well, like this one of those things where it's like after this all like calms down, it's like oh, like not that you'd actually send letters to your loved ones because at some point you want to let them move on to their life in the Shadowlands. But it's like it, it might give you know. I don't think that it will, but it it has the potential to give people closure with people that died suddenly, like other other characters. Uh, and it's again, it's really nice to be able as as players to have that closure from some of those characters that we didn't expect to lose uh, really fast. So closure we didn't even know we needed until we had it. And we're like, oh, wholesome, or sad, or both, wholesomely sad. Uh, I mean. It- Bittersweet, maybe? Melancholy? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, bittersweet. That's a better way to put it. All right. We're going to go ahead and wrap it up there. Uh, Katie and I go on for a little bit longer here, and that will be our next episode. So we'll finish up part two then. This has been The Torn and the Goblin, number 139. Thank you to Jarrett for producing. Thank you to Kurabara for editing. Thank you everyone at home for downloading and listening. We are at Torn Goblin on Twitter. Also at the MASH Network. Find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash mash those buttons. Also on YouTube at youtube.com slash mash those buttons. Katie is at Hyrule Master 77 on Twitter. And I am at WookieBH on Twitter. You can also find me here on the Mash Those Buttons Network on WoW Talk. Talking about Warcraft news and guild management. And also on Squad Goals, a Mass Effect Legendary Edition podcast where we talk about the Mass Effect Legendary Edition. Join the Mash Those Buttons community on Discord at mash.gg slash Discord and email us your thoughts or questions. Let us know what you think about uh, what everybody should uh, get in 2022. Email us at torngoblin at mash.gg. And if you enjoyed this episode and would like to help us out, please share it and rate it if you can. Visit mtb.gg slash support to see all the ways you can support Mash Those Buttons and all our great podcasts, including on Patreon, where for as little as $1 a month, you can gain early access to content as well as to patron-exclusive content. You can also check out our Humble Bundle affiliate link as well as our PayPal one-time donation link over at mtb.gg support. 
And stay tuned to hear about our other shows on the Mesh Those Buttons Network. The opinions expressed on this show are the express opinions of our hosts and are not representative of Blizzard Entertainment. All place names and character names from World of Warcraft used are the exclusive property of Blizzard Entertainment. World of Warcraft is a trademark, a registered trademark of Blizzard Entertainment, Inc. in the U.S. and other countries. No copyright or trademark infringement is intended. For Katie, I'm Nick. Ancestors watch over you and Happy New Year. And also time is a more Happy New Year, friend. Thanks for listening to a Mash Those Buttons production. If you enjoyed the show, you should check out MashThoseButtons.com and see if any of our other shows might interest you. All of our shows are available on your podcast platform of choice like Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and more. If you enjoy our content, you can help support Mash Those Buttons by becoming a patron at Patreon.com slash MashThoseButtons, where you can receive Patreon bonuses for as little as $1 a month. You can connect with Mash Those Buttons at twitter.com slash the Mash Network, facebook.com slash Mash Those Buttons, or join our Discord at mash.gg slash Discord. 